0: Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to be back here today with you for another Dreams Do Come True segment. These are the segments where we bring real people with real stories on the show. They're members of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program, my 12 month elite coaching and mastermind program that helps entrepreneurs around the world to create six and seven figure leaps in their business. And today is all about giving you inspiration, motivation, and information on how how you can achieve the total transformation that is possible and probable for you when you invest in yourself, believe in yourself, and start taking action on the things that we talk about here on the show. Today, I have one of my wonderful clients, Kim Ransom, here with me today. Kim, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Kelly so excited to have you on. So I do want to just give a little bit of background on Kim. Kim actually is a gymnastics professional and she's an entrepreneur, obviously. She's been coaching for over 20 years and she owns two gymnastics facilities. She's passionate about teaching young women to be physically, emotionally, and financially empowered. And her current project is a gym in North Braddock, Pennsylvania, where she's not only coaching competitive gymnastics, but using her business to improve the social and local economic community. So she's really Um, Not only looking at her family, her business, but her legacy, making a difference in the community and adding value for people, um, maybe in a neighborhood where other people aren't willing to, you know, take that step and put themselves out there. So, um, Kim, do you want to fill in any gaps there for us?
1: Well, I think you've just about summed it up there. That sounds, um, that's a beautiful picture of me. Thank you.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, Kim, the, the goal of these segments is really to help people to understand what's possible for them when they take action on all the strategies and concepts that we talk about on the show. And so I think it's really important to kind of um, explain to them. First, let's talk about like, why did you join the Unstoppable Entrepreneur? Like what what did your circumstances look like? What were you facing at that time?
1: Oh my. Okay, well, um so the answer to that question is I the short answer is I felt like I needed a business department. And so when you are an entrepreneur, you don't have that automatically. You need to look outside to find somebody that can provide you some business resources, the knowledge, the leadership, the to-dos, the the daily to-do list. That's really what I was looking for. Now, I will tell you what brought me to that point and the realization that I had was that um, the first year that I opened, um, I found myself in a situation where I wasn't leading a good team. I didn't like where my business was. I didn't know where my business was going and I needed leadership. Um, The the day that I opened the doors to my gym, uh, I found out that I was having baby number two. Oh and so <laughs> not to add more stress to the picture already, but, um, you know, I did the best that I could the first year and, and we kind of limped along. And then when I had my second baby that week, um, all, every member of my staff for one reason or another called off for the first time ever, oh, wow. um, either before I, you know, the week before I had the baby or actually, um, the weekend of having the baby, I had my baby on Thursday, and I ended up back at work on Monday. Um, And I thought to myself, this is miserable. This is not what I want. Um, This was not what I planned for. This was not how I expected this to be. So I need some help. And that's when I really dug in my heels and started listening to your podcasts and following you for a while and put a lot of research and time into figuring out who I wanted to, um, you know, whose tribe I wanted to be in. And and that's how I came to you.
0: Wow, that is quite a story. And I, you know, I think that so many people listening today have gone through Similar experiences to you. It's like you start a business, you have all these great intentions and ideas, and you're so motivated. And then so quickly, you can get the wind knocked out of you, right? Right. And things never go as planned, right? And I always say Murphy's Law always comes in, what can go wrong does. But I, I think the really insightful thing that you just shared that hopefully can help a lot of people listening today is that, you know, you realize that as a business owner, you still needed leadership. And I think sometimes we think because it's our own business, that we have to be it all and know it all and do it all and have all of the insights. And it's really difficult when you're in the business to be able to see the business from the outside in, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: And what were some of the things that you felt were lacking that you needed to address? Like what, what were some of the things where you were like, okay, like I, I need help here, this isn't working or this isn't right. I know you mentioned team, um, you know, what else would you say was big for you?
1: So I think at the time there were things that I didn't know that I didn't know. So that's in one bucket. The, um, the bucket that I was really looking for at the time would, would be systems. I knew that my business systems weren't in place Um, I would say I was looking for, uh, somebody to a mentor, somebody to ask questions to on the spot when I needed, um, a support network. I I owned a gym previously and you know, it was okay. We, we didn't lose money financially speaking. It was okay, but it it didn't fill my bucket of happiness at the end of the day. and, And I didn't have a vision. And so I swore to myself when I opened this gym the second time around, that I would build myself a support network, and so I felt like this was um, in line with that. Um, looking back on it, there were a whole lot of things that I wasn't doing right that I didn't know that I wasn't doing right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got the the value that I've taken from from your group has been tremendous, tremendous because I've had my eyes opened. And, um, I've learned about things that I didn't know that I needed to learn about and it's filled a hole. It's filled a huge hole.
0: I think that's one of the most difficult things being a business owner is that you don't know what you don't know and what you don't know can get you into a whole lot of trouble. And you know, you don't realize it even until it's like hindsight is twenty twenty, right? But for you, Kim, what were some of the big things that were like, wow, you know, I didn't even realize these were things that I needed to be thinking about or doing or focused on in my business? Like what were, you know, some of the top things for you that you've put in place that you maybe weren't doing before?
1: So number one on my list would be the recurring revenue issue. Um, many gym owners in my field, many peers in my field, I find them being, for lack of a better word, a little miserable. Um, I, I find that a lot of my peers struggle with this point. They're constantly trying to get people to renew and they're chasing the monthly or the, the every eight weeks uh, trail of, are you coming back? I need to collect your payment. You know, it, it's a never-ending admin cycle. And I knew that I didn't want to do that anymore, but I didn't know how to fix it. Um, and the recurring revenue uh, module that you have and you provide was a um, it was a game changer for me. Uh, aside from that, um, all of my systems in terms of social media and learning about funnels, that was huge for me, setting up funnels. So I I mean, ultimately, in a nutshell, if I had to pick two of the the top, you know, um, moments or two of the top concepts that really changed my business, I think those would be top two for sure.
0: Yeah, those are those are great ones. And those are huge. I mean, recurring revenue is definitely one of the number th- one things that will either sink you or catapult you in your business. Right. And and you kind of, I think, recognize that really early. And you're like, whoa, wait a second. Like this has to change right now. And I think one of the things that I've been most impressed with with you in the program, Kim, is, you know, you have pushed yourself to do a lot of things that I know were so uncomfortable for you. Um, raising your rates, Right, and you've changed so many policies and procedures, and you know, you've kind of gone out on a limb and done a lot of bold, courageous things in your business. Can you talk a little bit to some of those things?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I would say basically everything I do is not like anybody else around me, and that's been really hard. I, I decided early on that I, I had a lot of examples of what I didn't want to be or feel mm-hmm. like. And so I decided, you know, to get different results, I had to try different things. And so my uh, membership structure is something different that most people around me don't do. Um, and it's funny because I when I tell people about it, the young people generally look away and say, oh, that's nice. And, and don't really listen.
0: <laughs> right. the, old,
1: the older, more experienced people will sit down and say, tell me about it. And once you really listen to what I'm doing. They, you know, I've had a a recent mentor. He said that that's brilliant. I don't know how you're doing this, but that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have our our class structure. They actually sign either a yearly or a seven month agreement. I think I have maybe one or two people on the seven month because the yearly is such a great value. Um, But we do ask for a commitment from families to stay with us for a certain amount of time, and that helps me budget, and that helps me know that I'm not going to have to chase payments all the time. Uh, I can plan for classes. My staff love it because they know exactly who's coming and when. Um, we have uh, a structure that includes open gyms, which is a, kind of an ancillary thing we provide with our classes. So our customers are getting great value for their money, even though their their price point of what they're paying me per month is a little bit higher than most gyms around me. They get tremendous value, which means our kids see results faster. Um, we have... Uh, We have some extra programs that we've just added. We've partnered with um, a franchise. I've been able to invest my money to uh, partner with this franchise called Ninja Zone. And um, we're one of the few gyms in Western PA that's able to offer that to our customers now. And and I've been able to do that because I have the cash base now that I can invest in programs and money. or I'm sorry, in programs and people.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, that's such an important thing. I mean, you know, obviously, Kim, that I talk about this all the time in the program, like, you have to be able to raise cash quickly, you have to know the right investments to make, and you have to be willing to lean in and make those investments in people, in advertising, in growth, or you will struggle and you will stay small forever. And I think you've done, you're very, very humble, Kim, but you've done <laughs> some very courageous things that you should be really, really proud of. I mean, raising your rates, maxing out your classes, you know, going to a referral only basis. I know even now you're looking at taking yourself off of the schedule in the fall, which is like, you know, ultimate success as a business owner, getting to the point where you can build a winning team that can do the work of the business and you can really, truly step into that CEO role for the first time. So what does that feel like for you? Like, what is the difference in how you feel as an entrepreneur and as a business owner about what's possible in the future for you versus maybe how you felt a year ago before you began the program?
1: Thanks, Kelly. You just busted my cover. (laughs) I haven't (laughs) told anybody yet. (laughs) Um, It it feels great because it's great and it's scary. Personally, for me, I'm relieved a little bit because trying to fill so many roles and wearing so many hats is very stressful on my family. And that's not something that a lot of people know or see. Um, but, But owning your own business is... It it involves a sacrifice, not just from you, but from your husband and your kids. And it's relieving to know that very soon I'm going to be able to ask them, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to tell them that they don't have to sacrifice so much anymore. I'm going to be able to step back and not work as much. Um, So, so there's that side of it, but also I'm excited because I know that I'm now holding back my business by not letting go of coaching. I know that other people can coach better than me right now because my time and focus is not all on my team anymore. And I do feel like that's holding back my program. So I want to be able to step back and just be the director and um, guide the program, write the curriculum, know that it's being carried out successfully and know that it's being carried out by people who have 100 percent focus on these kids at, you know, every minute of practice. And right now, I'm, I'm running the business. I'm, you know, I'm filling so many holes while I'm at the gym. It's just not as productive as it could be. And I don't like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think one of the most important things as a business owner is to get to the point where you realize that your business will run better and your team can do better, uh, focusing one hundred percent on delivering and on making that impact uh, for your customers and for your clients than you can when you're only dedicating such a very small percentage of your attention and focus to that. And it's that separation between you and the business that then allows you to go start your passion project and. Get involved in philanthropy, and you know, start doing other things that matter to you. Whether it's being a room mom at your kid's school, you know, or traveling with your family, you know, that's that's what this next stage will will look like for you. And it's really amazing for me as your coach to be able to sit back and like watch you go through this transformation and watch you move through each of these stages.
1: Yeah, it's it's really great, and I'm not going to lie, it, it's a little scary and you know, again, knowing that I'm going to be the first person kind of in my group to step out and stop coaching. It's not what everybody else is doing and it's not what my peers are doing. And it makes me a little apprehensive, but I trust the process. And I know at the end of the day that this is what's going to catapult my business to the next level, even, you know, again. So I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, here's the thing, Kim, a lot of people listening, are, are in that place in their business where either they're just still struggling to get enough customers to actually take them a profit, or they're running a business that quote unquote, you know, is successful financially, but they're so strapped for time because they don't have the right team in place. It can feel hopeless. It can feel like, is this all there is? Is this ever going to change? What advice would you give to those people that are kind of stuck in that, that frozen moment in time right now? What would you say to them?
1: Oh, my. I so remember that feeling. I would say it absolutely can change. And, um, you know, the good thing is that it can change. The the downside is that you're the only one that can change it. So it's going to take a little bit of uh, thickening your skin and, and bucking up and figuring out what it is that you have to do to put yourself on a new path. But the great side of that is that you absolutely 100 percent, whatever you're going through, can change that obstacle you can get over that obstacle I would recommend that you look outside of the box and you think of different solutions and you ask for help that's the most important part you ask for help Um, but there's there's nothing there's nothing that can hold me back and and if I can do it you can do it I didn't start with a lot of money I started with almost excuse me zero money and some debt (laughs) so if, if I can do this you can do this I'm not in an affluent area. I don't have a lot of people throwing money at me. You know, we we're in an area that people don't want to come to. We're in a blighted neighborhood. Um, we are not in a, an area where you would likely open a business. Um, it's gritty and it's a little dirty and it's a little seedy at times. But people come to us because we offer a great product. And that's the bottom line. If you offer a great product, you will always succeed if you put the work and the time in.
0: Yeah, definitely. Those are some really good insights and some really good kind of pieces of food for thought for the people listening. Um, What would you say to people that are on the fence trying to decide whether the unstoppable entrepreneur may help them cross that bridge from the before Kim to the after Kim um, type, type results for themselves in their own business?
1: Take the plunge. You have to invest in yourself you won't move out of your cycle unless you take the first step to invest in yourself. Yeah. When you are a, a beginning stage entrepreneur, cash is really, um, it can be hard to come upon an extra one, two, three, four hundred $400, whatever it may be, but you have to find a way. You have to go get that second bartending job, take some babysitting jobs, stash your cash away, whatever it is. Investing in your program is going to be the first step to get you started but you have to do it you have to take the plunge
0: yep couldn't agree more. And I think that, you know, believing in yourself and trusting that there is no better investment in the world than you growing as a person. And there's nothing more that's going to impact your family than learning how to become good at what you do as an entrepreneur so that you can deliver on the promises that you made to your family, which I know for you, Kim, is a huge priority. For me, it's a huge priority, my number one priority. And, um, you know, I think you've shared some amazing things with everyone. Everyone here listening today. Any final kind of thoughts or pieces of advice, anything that's kind of on your heart or that comes to mind for you that you want to leave people with today, Kim?
1: Oh, gosh. You know, I would really want to pass on uh, to others. Don't be afraid to be different. Uh, don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to do something different than your friends or do something different than industry norm. You don't always have to follow the standard um, on that same token. Dig in, do your research, find out um, why you're having the problems you're having and, and really dig in and just think, you know, discover all of your options and try all of them. Just I've, I found that I really limited myself when I was just doing things because other people were doing them that's when I found myself in the worst spot. And when I stepped out and I tried something new, even if nobody else had done it yet, that's I—that's where I found my success.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really important point, and you mentioned that many times throughout the interview today, and I think that one of the key things is you got yourself out of gymnastics world and got yourself into entrepreneurial success world, and I think many times, just like you said, it's so easy to get in that cycle of being influenced by the small circle of what you've been around and what you've been exposed to or how other people are doing it, but if you see that the people around you are not achieving the results that you want or achieving the success that you want or achieving the relationships the financial success whatever it is you have to do something different and I think you've done that in so many ways in your business Kim and obviously you've seen just incredible um, results because of that so um, thank you so much for everything that you shared what's next on the horizon for you Kim so you know you're you're going to be stepping out in a big way in in the next year here what is next for Kim Ransom
1: Oh, gosh. Well, I still have a lot of projects that are half completed. <laughs> so I look forward to tackling all of the extra projects that I've had on my plate for a couple years now. Um, I have uh, some ideas for some mats that I really want to develop, uh, get some prototypes made. There are some different programs at my gym that I want to offer. Um, I would really like to keep developing my team Um you know, there's a couple little side ancillary businesses that I'd like to start to source in house now. So I'd like to develop those there. There's one, million and one projects, you know, entrepreneurs, we always have a, yes. A ton of projects.
0: Yes, <laughs> Exactly. No, that's great. I'm so excited for you. I'm excited to get to be a part of your journey up until today. And I'm even more excited to get to be a, a part of what's next. So Kim, thanks so much for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you, Kelly.
0: So for everyone listening, uh, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. This is the Dreams Do Come True segment where we interview unstoppable entrepreneurs that have taken the next step to get coaching, help, education, and support in their businesses. And if you want to learn more about the program that Kim is participating in, you can go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash yes. Until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, Take action and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much.